He joined uh, the, his parent company uh, before making the recommend in 2006. Before making the recommendation to acquire Mobbox, they acquired it uh, for about 14 million bucks back in 2014, I believe you said. In 2015, that platform had 18 million dollars in ad spend processed, of which Mobfox uh, kept about 3.5 ish million, or about 17 to 20 percent gross. In 2016, they more than doubled to almost 36 million in total ad spend. Uh, they're working with between 20 and 30 thousand publishers, of which 4,000 are meaningful, and about 180 demand side platforms, which could have, you know, a thousand advertisers on that one DSP. They got 74 people, again, trying to make it easier for folks, especially mobile app developers, to find the right advertisers, to get render rates up, and to generally bring more efficiency. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Gil Klein from Mobfox, where he's a managing director and a C-level executive at Amatomy Media Group. Having joined the company in 2006, he's been a member of the executive management team since 2014 and previously served as senior vice president of media and senior vice president for, of clients for the group. He holds an MBA in international management from the College of Management in Israel. Gil, are you ready to take us to the top? For sure, I'm here. Good. Okay, so get help us get some clarity here. What's the difference between Mobfox and Matomi, and where do you spend most of your time? Okay, so, so Matomi is a global performance company. Um, it holds a few of different um, entities, some that it built organically, some that it bought through M&As. It's a public traded company in London and in Tel Aviv, here in Israel. Uh, personally, I run and manage and oversee Mobfox, which is a mobile in-app audience SSP um, that Matomi acquired at the end of 2014. So we're part of the, of the in-app space. We're the pillar in the SSP space for Matomi. So Matomi holds an SSP in video, which is Optimatic, an SSP in mobile in-app, which is us, uh, an email business, a domain monetization business, um, and I'm here to represent Mobfox. What did Matomi pay for Mobfox in 2014? So if I remember correctly, it was around uh, $12 million, um, in cash, and of course, there's an earnout based on uh, performance uh, models. And did you forward. come from Mobfox, or you were inside at Matomi, and you were the guy that said, we should acquire Mobfox? So I'm, I'm with Mattamy since 2006, Got so it. I grew with the company. So I was, I think, employee number 14. So I've been involved and engaged in all the different activities uh, that Matomi um, used to have in the past and has today. Uh, for me, it was a no-brainer um, knowing the, the Mafox team, seeing the product, um, hearing about the reputation in the market. Uh, I was uh, indeed uh, an important part of voting for that deal, for sure. So tell us what Mobfox does and what's the revenue model? How do you make money? 
Okay, so so Mafax, it's important to say, uh, makes money when when its clients make money, right? So when the publishers uh, earn money and when the demand partners find the, the right users, the right inventory pockets they're looking for that meet their KPIs, that's where we make money. So Mafax is a is an SSP, meaning it's a supply side platform, of course. Uh, most of the tools, the platform, the tech um, is is for suiting uh, pub developers and publishers' needs, focusing in the in-app space, which is ad serving, mediation, smart media. Um, an SDK solution. Uh, we're building a very interesting data offering, uh, supporting display, video, native elements. Um, so again, it's publisher focusing, giving the in the publisher developers all the tools they need in the mobile space to actually manage smartly their inventory and maximize their revenues. From a demand perspective, we're trying to to contact and reach all the biggest demand partners in the space. Uh, we Name have just one or over two. So whether it's Yumi for video, AppNexus, uh, PocketMath for performance, uh, we own and operate our own DSP. So it's a wide variety of DSPs from performance to brand to location like Exad uh, to remarketing companies. So basically connecting between supply globally for in-app and finding the right demand um, in all the different types of verticals and spaces I mentioned. So, so you're, it's, it's a big mix. So you're helping, mainly helping developers monetize their apps via in-app advertising and you're then helping them also find the advertisers to to buy the, that ad space correctly so and we're trying to do this everything of course in an rtb environment with smart algorithms to make sure that we mix and match uh, the best way that we can okay so give me give me some numbers here so you launched you bought in 2014 and when you bought it in 2014 how much uh, volume i guess was going through your platform so I can tell you that in 2015, we just bought it. It was like November 2014. So in, two, in 2015, in terms of uh, revenues, we generate just almost 18 million. Um, now that's just to be clear, that is 18 million is the is the gross transaction volume through your system of which you keep correct. what percent? So it really depends on the type of transaction we have with, with, the, with the publisher. Uh, it ranges on, on a revenue share model, depending on how big he is, how strategic it is on the market. There's a, a lot of elements. Uh, but of course, we, we keep some of that portion. Um, that's how we make money. What did you keep of the, of the 18? So I don't remember exactly in that year, but usually it, 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 on, on gross numbers, it's around somewhere between 17 to 20 percent. OK, got it. Um, so you keep course, call it, it 3.5 million on the 18 million, something like that. That's on a gross level. You have then all your expenses, employees, offices, all these things. So it's not yeah. net income, it's gross income. Yeah. Uh, but again, it really changes by, by specific publisher and format. There's a wide variety. Yeah. Uh, just to add to that context, Nathan, uh, last year we grew already to, to over 36. So we saw very gr good growth uh, after following the first year of the acquisition. Uh, this year we already feel very good about our trends and our growth. What do you already pass? What is year to date? So we're a public company, of course. Um, in a month or so, we will be giving those um, those numbers. What was the last like report you, you gave, like Q1 or Q2? So in London, in the stock exchange that we're at, we, we give uh, figures uh, following um, H1, only half year results and not quarterly results. So that will be announced in, in the coming months. Got it. Um, I can tell you that I, I am feeling well on where we're at and our trends. Um, and last year we had nice growth, so I feel that we're in a very good place, especially focusing in this where, we, where I find a very interesting blue ocean, which is the in-app space. Uh, in 2016, did you still, of the 36 million, keep around the 17 to 20% mark in, in gross, gross for yourself? Uh, more or less. Okay, and then in 2017, do you think you'll break 50 million in ad spend processed? 
Um, again, what's your stretch? Uh, what's your stretch goal? So my goal is to stretch as much as I can. I'm very competitive, to be honest. I come from sports, so for me, the more the better. Um, I think similar, we, we've seen very good gro uh, growth rates in the past. Um, I'm hoping and I'm feeling that we can, we can achieve the same time of growth rates. Uh, but again, we need to be a little bit patient. We'll give those results. How many publishers uh, are you working with? So we have uh, a few, uh, let's say between 20 to 30,000. To be honest, if you look at like ones that pass decent thresholds, it's about 4,000, okay. uh, which a big majority of them are also SDK based, which gives us a lot of leverage. What do you mean by um, that? By SDK based? Yeah, I mean, obviously I know what SDK stands for, Software Development okay. Kit, but what do you mean when you say SDK exactly. based? It means that you can integrate a publisher via a tag, via via server-to-server -server solution. Uh, you can place an SDK. Um, of course, for us, when we place the SDK, it gives us much more possibilities um, to create better results for the publishers, to give them better quality, um, higher RPNs, better render rates, uh, more solutions around data that we build. So I think that's what our aim is, is to prove that our publishers, when they implement our SDK, they will see better results. And how many advertisers are you working with? So our advertiser space is very, very, um, I would say, diversified. So we have over 180 DSPs. So the majority of our advertisers are programmatic. What's a DSP? A, a DSP is a demand-side platform. It's a programmatic platform for, for buyers, agencies. That's a way uh, to say you have 180 advertisers working with you. So I would say we have much, much more. That's just the platform. On a specific DSP, you can have a thousand advertisers. Got it. So you got to go and multiple that uh, by a lot. So we connect to programmatic players where they enable their buyers and their agencies to facilitate their demand towards other supply. Got it. And I think it's important to add that we also have our own DSP, uh, where, a, where we also see direct uh, demand coming in. So I think that also gives us a nice added value. What's the size of the team today, just on MobFox? So Malfox today, the headcount accurately is a, is a 73, 74. Uh, we're looking to grow. Uh, we're What's looking the for breakdown on those people? How many engineers, salespeople? So we have almost 50 engineers. Um, the rest would be salespeople, retention people, BD people, uh, some HR, some finance. All uh, in Israel? Reports. No. So I think that the interesting thing about MaFox and what makes it fascinating is the fact that we are really global. So we have out of them maybe almost 40 are in Israel, uh, 22 are in Vienna. Uh, we have about five people in, uh, in London. We have people in Argentina, in China. Uh, we just got our new recruitment in, in India as well. Uh, we have a growing team in New York. So it's very, very diversified and we're going and we're looking to grow that business to serve partners locally as well, of course. That's great. Okay. And what yeah. do you, what are the, like, tell me the weirdest thing you've done to acquire a new customer. Wow. To be honest, there's things that I can't say. Well, what uh, do you mean you can't say? <laughs> Basically, to keep it like on an interesting level, I would do anything almost. No, 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 seriously. So I really believe in, 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 in people. I believe in partnership. I believe that you need to create value. No, no, so no. But, me, you know, that's all like normal stuff. Like that's like bullshit okay. you read from a book. Like, of course, that's no, true. No, of no, course, that, of really course but of course, that's true. Of co we all know that's true. Of course, that's true. Tell me something weird you've done to acquire a customer. 
So I don't know if it's weird, but for me, I, I can call a customer a few times and let's say San Francisco doesn't pick up the phone. I'm on the plane the same night and I and I, I get there the, the following morning. And I just knock on their door and say, listen, it's me, Gil. Um, I understood you might be busy and you couldn't answer the phone. Why don't we have a cup of coffee? I made it all the way to meet you. I'll bring a nice present. We'll sit, we'll chat, and I'll, and I'll show them that I made the effort, that I'm here because I believe in their business and our business, that together we'll create uh, great synergy. So that's like a small um, type of example of the things that I'm willing to do and my team is willing to do um, in order to win the business and to show that we're the right partner. And what, so a lot of things. And what was the value of that potential deal? For us, you mean like on a total value? Yeah, like, so, it's, so I can understand what it was, why it's worth for you to fly around the world. Okay, so first of all, um, I know it's a big developer. I know he has a lot of requests, a lot of inventory. I know um, that there's a lot of interesting users that come through the app. I know that it's in one of the leading verticals. I know that my demand is asking for it. So I try to listen to the customers. They tell me, listen, we need this app. We need these type of requests coming in. We believe that that will give us value. I'm going to go and make the effort to get that. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Good stuff. All right, Gil, let's wrap up here with the famous five number one. What's your favorite business book? My favorite. So I just read the, the book from the Starbucks CEO. We mentioned how we build the empire and a lot of the things that he went through throughout the way to kind of build that business. The next one would probably be From Good to Great. Um, I, I read a book from Warren Buffett that I got not long time ago about how to create stock exchange uh, perception and how to choose stocks and all those type of things. Those are probably the leading three books that I have in my mind. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? So honestly, I'm a big fan of Brian O'Kelly from AppNexus, uh, maybe because I know him for many years, uh, already from the right media days. I think he's a true ad tech leader. Um, he's smart. He's a businessman. He knows technology. I think he sees the trend. So that, that's the person I follow, uh, see his tweets, like to go to his lectures. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? So for me, the famous online tune is a bit banalic, but I'm a favorite of LinkedIn. I really get a lot of value. I consume most of my content from LinkedIn. I like to post. I like to read. I'm there most of the time. Of like, when I'm, I'm surfing or when I'm opening apps, I'm a lot on LinkedIn. Number so that four. gives me a lot. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Probably not enough, but I get by by five and a half or six. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? So I'm married happily with two great kids. How young are uh, they? So my older daughter is over six. I have a very nice and sweet son, just over three years old. So everything's great on that front. So That's family, good. business. And how hobby. old are you, Gil? So I'll be 39 this year. Okay. So last question. But I'm as young and passionate as I've ever been. I yeah, can you're. You. I can. I can. I can feel it. <laughs> last question. Take us back yeah. 19 years to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish he knew? Who? Uh, he should have known that he should travel even more than he did already experiment, uh, take a lot of risks, uh, spend more as much time as he can with his family. 
um that's probably it there you guys have it from gil travel even more he joined uh, the, his parent company uh before making the recommend in 2006 before making the recommendation to acquire Mobbox, they acquired it uh, for about 14 million bucks back in 2014 i believe you said in 2015 that platform had 18 million dollars in ad spend processed of which mob fox uh kept about 3.5 ish million or about 17 to 20 percent gross in 2016 they more than doubled to almost 36 million in total ad spend uh they're working with between 20 and 30,000 publishers of which 4,000 are meaningful and about 180 demand side platforms which could have you know a thousand advertisers on that one dsp they got 74 people again trying to make it easier for folks especially mobile app developers to find the right advertisers to get render rates up and to generally bring more efficiency to their platforms gil thank you for taking us to the top thank you for that great summary thank you and have a great day